So one of the greatest teachers, it said, is to be experienced. But even better is experience plus reflection. So males, we learn the game so backwards. And it's next to impossible to learn it any other way. Because even an adult, as you listen to me right now, how many men do you know who just have impeccable game? They understand life and dealing with females at an exceptional level. Seemingly front and backwards. It's just not a real thing. So you're a mix of whoever you came up around. So why would you know everything there is to know? So the only way to really gain that knowledge is typically to run through the gauntlet (laughs) on your own. Right? So I don't care how sharp somebody is. They have a simpish story to tell. Simp. A simp being somebody who's the antithesis of a pimp or a mac. Basically meaning he has no control over frame and the females he deals with. So he's flimsy in his beliefs in himself. He's flimsy in his boundaries. He's flimsy in his belief. He's unsure about what he thinks he knows. And then there are some things he's convinced he knows that he doesn't. And it'll take him a long, tough road to hopefully recognize that he didn't know what he thought he did. And that doesn't come easy. That's near anybody you can think of. Who's exceptional, at least. And I say you don't automatically get it by experiencing it because... It takes a large degree of humble to be able to accept that you don't know. Because accepting that you don't know, number one, is tough on the ego. And also, you know that you're a long ways away from mastering dealing with people in general. And if you don't have a knowledge of dealing with people, you feel a lack of control. So naturally, I have a simpish story. I have plenty of them. And I wanted to call this the most simpish thing I've ever done. But I don't even know if (laughs) this is the most simpish thing I've ever done. Now, of course, I've learned better. And even as I was learning better, I still went against the grain, had transgressions, right? hard-headed, and did whatever I thought I needed to do anyway. That's how you learn. It makes sense the first time, first couple times, first ten times, and then finally you be like, all right, I believe it. Fire burns. So, this was about in the 2005, right there. And Black Planet was 
it as far as internet, computer, computer dating. It was still looked at as the thing where a large population thought it was next to insane to meet somebody offline that she met online. You understand? Meet up with people. You don't know what they look like. They may not look like their pictures. They may not look like their pictures anymore. All that. So, I happened to be on there, and at the time, I was nothing next to amazing in this at all. Like, I just got finished dealing with some broad I met at uh, a nightclub, H2O, on the waterfront. That was in 04. So, this is about a year or something after that. But I got on Black Planet. And I met a couple people here and there, but then there was one I met, and I hooked, I hooked up with a couple of them, you know, truth be told. But this one in particular, I mishandled the whole situation, which often you'll make mistakes, but you don't get punished for the mistakes. Broad not going to capitalize every time you do something simpish, every time you do something weak, every time you show yourself as needy or not up to speed as far as how to handle her in a situation, right? But this time it cost me. So she was like a <laughs> she was some raggediest type joint. I, I'll keep it real. Like right now, I don't know the extent I would mess with that same person anymore. So hopefully she doesn't recognize who she is by listening. But I wouldn't mess with her anymore at this point. Like, not that caliber. But, at the time I did, so hey. So, I don't know. Obviously, you exchanged a few messages, and then I decided that I was going to go up there and kick it with her. But she stayed close to my old job, whatever. So I went over there, and there's something about me burning up time with her, which automatically, once you do that, the respect kind of goes out the window from a female. And you can just sit around and do nothing with them. Essentially have sister girl talk. Even though you may not engage in it on your end, if you're bound to sit around her and her friends, have girl talk, then she's supposed to look at you like the world's biggest simp. She's supposed to try you like that. So I can respect the game in hindsight. But it's this simple. I was over there enough to where, number one, I wasn't doing anything physical with the broad. We would do X, Y, Z, but we wouldn't cross the line, though. So the fact that I went for that, because I probably wanted to do something, right there is a mark on me. So she's supposed to push the boundaries on that. She's supposed to see how far she can go with that. Because that's a mistake on my end, right? For me to sit around, number one, you should never want more than she does. Otherwise, you're in a losing position. You're not supposed to be there anyway. You're not supposed to be lacking and needy. That's a you thing, you know? So I came in the game wrong on that. So the fact that I sat around and let the broad play around and didn't let the entire situation go to where I thought it should go, Mean I shouldn't have rocked with her. I should have dropped her right then. 
the fact she felt she can do that meant I already showed my weakness through conversation. And the fact that we didn't have a real purpose for me showing up and I didn't have a real purpose for her was also a strike on me. So she was supposed to try me like that. Right? I didn't have no type of standard for her. Nothing. No task for her. Nothing. No expectations of her. Nothing. So of course, she already knows she's dealing with nines out of ten. I done painted the whole picture for her. So, I can't look at her like she crazy. If she were to meet me today, she's supposed to still try me like that. <laughs> I mean, it'll be different, but I can't be like, I can't believe you would try me like that, right? So, I'm over there, and, you know, because she got, now this is another strike. It strikes all over the place for me to still be rocking with her. She got kids, her Cousins she stay with got kids. So there's always little kids. It's just a raggedy situation. I should not be there. Right? They got their kids all up in there. It's just chaos. You can imagine where she's from and how she's like at this point. Like, <laughs> so it was just a dusty situation. I wasn't supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Straight up and down. So the fact that I would consider her, fuck with her, I didn't mean to say that word or whatever, that I was there said everything so I guess she got so comfortable with me around the kids that she basically was like look here I gotta run up the street and go to the grocery store <laughs> so because my cousin ain't here uh, let me take your car <laughs> yeah this is if everything else wasn't a pivotal point this is a pivotal point right but for me, I'm looking at it like the cousin ain't there. I ain't thinking of nothing. You know what I mean? Like we sitting here. I'm already around the kids. You going up the street. I know the shopping center. Cool. So she go to the shopping center. Come back. You know what I mean? I'm still sitting there. Cool. Nothing major. I ain't thinking nothing of it. Now, shortly after, I don't know if it was another day or whatever. She said she need. Now, matter of fact, it was a different day, but. I don't know the time span. Could have been within a week or so. But she knew I was coming back over there. So she already made a plan based on when I was coming to use my car to go do something. She was like, yeah, let me use your car again. So I go to, I don't know what she said she was going to. So I go ahead. Now at this point, I mean, it take for her to be gone maybe about 20 minutes before I realized, hey, yo, I'm babysitting this broad kids. <laughs> Why she going wherever, doing whatever in my car? Like, it's just... It registered for me right then. I mean, how, how big of a simp you got to be to, like, not realize that? I'm like, man, what am I what am I? <laughs> you got this toddler right here that you putting to sleep. You got the, the other kid, like, six or something, five. I'm like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Now, at this point, I've been on work for about, I don't know. I think it was on the weekend, so... Maybe I was off and it was when I was doing nothing. But that's a note to you. Always be doing something. Always have something better to do. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm like, this boy is out there in my car when I'm watching the kids. That's the first time I looked at it like that. And so, you know, I, I made another mistake. Instead of just handling what I was going to do right then, like, all right, 
A, I shouldn't mess with the broad. B, she ain't getting my ride. I don't care if her mother's on fire. She ain't using my ride to go. Unless I go with her. And but then what? I'm, I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive your kids around. That ain't going to happen. So, obviously, this ain't going to cut it. Like, you ain't going nowhere in my car unless I'm going. We ain't dragging your kids with baby seats and all that. It ain't going to happen. What I look like dragging some broad around her kids. So, yeah. So, I mean, we bumped heads shortly after that. But that was basically the cause of it because I did what I wouldn't do now and I said something about it. Like, it, it wouldn't make sense to say nothing about it. I put her in a position to try that. So it wouldn't even be something that I would, A, get into, and B, say something about. It's like, right now, if I'm stop rocking with you, I ain't like, I ain't messing with you no more. You know? I'm just going to stop messing with you. That's it. So that became the cause of why we stopped talking, essentially, because I guess I was like, yo, you trying to get over doing who knows what in my ride and I'm babysitting your cousins and your kid I said man that is not the business right but that ain't the first time I, I done something stupid like that but that particular situation I didn't really think about that's the first time I probably dealt with somebody who had kids so you know it, it wasn't something I really thought about me on my end I'm thinking I'm just you know whatever because we cool and I ain't doing nothing anyway it's right up the street but I didn't know the precedent that was setting in her mind and it goes to what Neely Fuller says that you don't get around people unless you have a purpose for being around them straight up and down anybody and if she don't feel like she a part of something she ain't got nothing to invest in so if she can't take her energy and put it in an investment. And she's going to use that energy to be passive aggressive. She's going to use that energy to test you. So if she come in the door passive aggressive. And she come in the door testing you. If you have an extreme level of game. An extremely tall level of game. You just see that hey she got energy to have a task. She got energy to get something I can count out here. You know what I mean? That's how you're looking at it. You're not like... Why you, why you testing me? Why you disrespect? It never get to the point where why you disrespecting me. You're not gonna feel like you can, and then I'm gonna tax you immediately for trying it. So if you wanna keep slamming your head against that wall, go ahead. Right? So if she come in with all that, that just means she got energy to spare. You're not busy enough. You need something on your plate, and she needs to feel like she investing in somebody, which means you need to have. Something on your plate because you got to be the investment for you. You're investing in you, you're investing in something, otherwise, she can't be led to somewhere that you're not going. Because if everything's up in the air, as the PIs would say, what's she paying you for? If she has the same level of vision, the same level of drive the same level of knowledge the same level of understanding right and she can carry out her next move with you as an equal 
What is she paying you for? And for our squares, right? Why is she following your leadership? Which goes to what I say. The woman you deal with cannot be the most important thing on your plate. She always has to have... But she needs something for you to measure her against. That sets precedent. So when she's acting a, a clown, you can be like, well, what I'm going to do? I'm going to play with this clown? Or I'm going to stay on this path towards whatever I think is on this path. Whatever I think is in front of me. Wherever I set the bar. What's more beneficial? Look how childish she looks. Look how she looked like a toddler kicking and screaming as it compares to this taller vision I have for myself. To the taller version of myself. Then you can look at her as silly as she is. But otherwise, you're going to indulge in this silliness. Right? They say if you jump in the pig pen and you wrestle with the pig, the pig loves it. You're getting dirty, not the pig. The pig is just swimming, having a bath, living life, having an amazing time. You're getting dirty. Go back and forth with a loser. The loser's not burning time. They filling time they had no direction for anyway. You're burning time. It's costing you your concentration. You're off now. So, everything that someone pushes against you with can be used for your benefit. The way I see it and the way I say it, be good for something, right? Right, be good for something. If you're not going to do what I say purposely, then why don't I take the energy you were pushing against me with and use it for me anyway? I am sharper than you. Otherwise, what would you be paying me for? Right? So that means you need to be listening. You need to be learning. You need to be reading. That's your primary uh, diet. If you ain't got nothing to do, like I didn't have nothing better to do, I shouldn't have been sitting there playing around with that broad. I should have had a book in front of me. I should have been reflecting. Or just sitting there relaxing, recharging. But the last thing I should have been doing, being that I was out of place, the game charged me for it. Last thing I should have been doing was sitting around abroad and her cousin, sister girl. That's no. No. And so it's my fault. Just like any situation I had after that, my fault. You can't control a 100% of what goes on around you. You can't even control what, how you respond to 100% of what happens to you. Now, 99% of it you can, as far as response. And yeah, you have slight control over circumstances that happen around you and to you. But, don't put yourself in position for it to cost you more often than not. If this building I'm standing next to tip over, you can say, yeah, it's my fault. I shouldn't have been standing there. If I'd have been standing somewhere different, you can't really... Why you can't control that, you can't predict nothing like that. 
But if I'm somewhere I'm not supposed to be and something happens, that's my fault. Because I shouldn't have been there to begin with. If I wasn't playing around, I wouldn't have been there for that to happen. You see what I mean? So you try to control what you can. Because so much is out of your control. Why wouldn't you want to control as much as you can? If you know you only control so little, why wouldn't you make it a point to maximize what you can? Right? So this is also about resilience. In a scenario like that, do I let that shove me further into my simplest ways? To be like, okay, I'm just supposed to have it that way. Broad's supposed to try me like that. I'm supposed to get carried like that. But now, why I made that mistake or similar mistakes on the same level plenty of times since then? Here I am, 18 years later, 17 years later, telling you, yeah, that wouldn't happen <laughs> right now. It couldn't. She couldn't get through the door with that. And now I understand you can't tell who somebody is right off the bat. Why? Because they put on this face to where they, once they kind of have an idea of who you are, they try to present themselves to be uh, a match. If they go that route. They may not, but they may. So at that point, I mean, hey, if you're playing a role, that's what I'm going to hold you to. So while I'm observing, I'm going to hold you to that caliber you came in the door pretending. Because a man with game would tell another man in the game that you leave out how you came in, nines out of ten. You can't come in, do anything you can to acquire a female like bowing down you're not maintaining your position you're dropping your crown to go holler at this broad you accepting right now which you would not accept later we don't wear false faces like that we come in and I'm only going to acquire you in a certain fashion because it's going to be this certain fashion that we conduct ourselves throughout and if we drop you off it's because A I didn't maintain that certain fashion or B you didn't but someone will be dropped off Right? Because I'm the real thing. I've committed to that. I've committed to my path. I'm committed to my path, which is more important than you. So that way I can measure you against that dichotomy. This, that. This, that. The comparison. If I got that to compare you to, then you can't drop that role you came in the door with. If you can't live up to it for whatever reason... It's on me to determine whether you can or whether you're not willing to. So this is how you establish nice standards with her coming through the door. The standards that you will maintain, man, men, not regular males. As simple the peace says, when you're the man, you're the truth. If you know you're the truth of you, if you know you're the real thing, uncut to you, you got to be to them. And if she's so silly she can't see that, hey, you got to drop that one. She can't make it through the door to begin with. So, yeah, she has to have some type of discernment to know who's who. There got to be a standard for her. She just can't show up, have a vagina, yeah, I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah, I'm going to rock with you, my bad. Yeah, I'm going to rock with you because of that. So you have to have standard uh, for her before y'all even speak. The standard is that 
you came out up the par, you conduct yourself up the par, you know you're the real thing. You understand the difference between you and everybody else. Not just you and other men, no. You and everybody else, meaning if you came out the door and you're not sharpening her, you came out the door and you're not flying to her, you came out the door wrong. Straight up and down. You need to know why you're it. Not necessarily why someone else ain't you, but you need to know why you're it. If you don't know why you're it, and nobody else is bound to have to know that. So you can't hold them to that. You don't want to have no misconception on the table. Right? That way you can charge people accordingly. Because they understand who's who and what's what. You eliminated the gray area. I'm the real thing. Look at the habits that I have exemplified that I'm the real thing. Everything matches. Congruence. The daily habits that you see me exemplify, that says it. That's why I'm it. But if you're sitting around with the broad, you know what I mean? Watching the videos and she being passive aggressive. Oh, look at him on the video. You know what I mean? You sitting around burning up because the broad showered and everybody else with this parade. Don't play with that bitch like that. And I, I, I was not supposed to use that word, but it's all good. Don't even trip. You heard it before. That ain't what we do. That ain't what we do. But you can't just hear me say don't do it and then not do it. You need to have something that you do in place of it. Because if you do not replace a habit, a poor habit, by the way, that would be, with another solid habit that you purposely put in place of it, you're going to revert back to who you are and what you do. It's not truly who you should be or who you are, but being that you didn't train yourself better, it's going to be who you are. So replace those raggedy habits with something fly. In fact, when I'm on the subject, make it a point to replace the old, bitter, whiny people with somebody useful. Do that this month. Replace one of the losers on your phone that's going to cry and whine. That you may have set up by crying and whining with them. Or to be their ear when they whine and cry. And replace them with somebody youthful. Replace who you thought was a friend and you got feelings for. Replace them with an ally. Who's going to get up and put in work for you. Forget a feeling. Think tactful. You know what I mean? That's how we move. If you do that. You're going to start to see a, a difference with who you have around you. If your surroundings don't have pressure on you and keep pressure on you to feel like you have to reach a certain mark, a certain line, a certain mentality, then you don't you don't surround yourself with a whole bunch of all right people. That ain't much. So if you surround yourself with a whole lot of all right people that ain't much, guess what you are? So, be aware of your surroundings. Craft your own surroundings, by the way. You'll advance and enhance based on that. 
they may not be fun because you like them and there's feelings as a man that ain't as a the men by the way as a man you're not doing that that was fun you had friends and we did this and okay now now get you now you're 30 you're, you're 40 okay you did that now get you now it was fun and we like each other okay all right now get you you lived already okay boom we lived it was fun okay now now I go get you you dig put your head in the game but even more so than that be kind be pleasant and be great Freeze this, freeze that.